Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. But a man who would know everything involved in this is on the line right now. A big, 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 big friend of Sid uh, Rosenberg and WABC, Congressman Peter King. Thanks for joining us this morning, uh, Congressman. Hey, Curtis, great to be with you and John. Wish you and all your listeners a Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah, Happy New Year, and I'll be back in New York by late this afternoon. You forgot Kwanzaa. You're right, John, I did. That's true. <laughs> Happy Kwanzaa. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, and so many others, too, I guess. We have to add them all on. But seriously, I, again, all my African-American friends wish them a Happy Kwanzaa, and uh, it's great to be talking to you guys. I'm so, uh, you know, 700 miles away down in Charlotte, North Carolina, but I was listening to you. I'm the funny woman. I know your morning, daughter. I, your daughter moved down there. She's one of the people that exited New York among 280,000 people that have exited New York. Now, I got somebody doing a study. I have somebody doing a study, and uh, uh, of how many? What's the amount of money the earn that these people have earned that have left New York in the last year, versus the. You know, I think we we lost 500,000 New Yorkers. Yes. How much money did they earn versus the 500,000 immigrants, how much money we have to pay them? <laughs> so between how much they earned and we lost taxes versus how much we have to pay the migrants for being here, that's a lot of money. Uh, how really did, uh, you know, Peter Mihalos always says about uh, – uh, I forget the British Prime Minister. Sooner or later, you run out of money. <laughs> also, John, besides you know the money involved, think of all those Republican votes that moved down south. I blame my daughter for being one of the people that caused Lee Zeldin to lose. If they had all stayed in New York, Lee Zeldin would he lose by three hundred fifty thousand votes. And the biggest secret in the world. The biggest secret in the world. His daughter was supposed to run for his seat. Don't tell anybody though. Yeah, keep that a secret, John. Keep that a secret. I mean, there's only a million people listening right now. <laughs> now, Congressman Peter King, yeah. you are embedded with the Nassau GOP. Uh, and right. this whole craziness involving the new congressman, uh, George Santos, uh, Republican, lost uh, against Swazi the first time, barely. He lost on paper. And he comes back and he wins a convincing victory. How is it that nobody seemed to know that this, uh, what appears, this guy's entire life is fraudulent from beginning to end? Well, yeah, start off, let me just say, I think George Santos should be seated. I don't see any legal reason to keep him from being seated. Having said that, Curtis, I agree with you. It seems like his whole life has been a fraud. I mean, it's not, you know, you often find people who exaggerate. Uh, Elizabeth Warren saying she was a Cherokee Indian and uh, Kennedy saying, you know, there's a missile gap and there wasn't. That's all part of politics. It's up to the voters to decide. But everything about George Santos turns out to have been fraudulent. And that's what makes this case different from others. I I think we should get somebody from the Cherokee Nation on to find out how they felt about Elizabeth Warren. Yeah, okay, that'll be good. But uh, but seriously, with with uh, Santos, uh, once the voters have spoken, 
to me, it's it'll be a dangerous precedent to say we're going to look into a guy's past and decide whether or not to seat him. Having said that, I heard Robert Zimmerman before, and uh, I think most Republicans agree with this also. This will have to go to the Ethics Committee for full investigation. And his real problem, and I hate to you know, be agree with Anthony Weiner, but his real problem is going to be when it comes with the Justice Department, whether or not he filed fraudulent or misleading financial statements for Congress, and also explaining how he went from being evicted from two apartments in Queens to later on saying he had millions of dollars and being able to put $750,000 of his own money into a campaign when a few years before he couldn't pay his rent. Where did that money come from? Who gave it to him? And the company, is it just a shell company? Uh, I think he said he was in uh, a cons- a client consulting, but never listened to who the clients were. So these, these are where he could have real legal problems, and that can really te- tear someone apart. Uh, if you're at all off the beaten path on that one, on your taxes, on uh, uh, where your money came from, what your investments are, well, if there's any Ill- illegality there, that would probably be grounds to be expelled from Congress. And that would, that would take a full vote of the Congress. Now, uh, Peter King, you uh, reside in Nassau County. You run in Nassau County. You know it's always close between Democrats and Republicans. Sometimes yeah. the balance of power shifts ever so slightly. How is it that these two professional organizations run by people who have been in charge for years – did not even Google this guy. I mean, both the Republicans uh, to vet their own candidate, but more importantly, the Democrats who are adversaries. We're told that 10 percent of every dollar donated goes to negative research. This is not a tough discovery. A simple Google will tell you that there's something wrong with George Santos. Yeah, let me try to explain that. And again, I think all of us are going to be looking at what happened here, what went wrong here. First of all, I'm not trying to pass the buck. He was a candidate from Queens. So when he was recommended to NASA, we assumed that some preliminary research had been done. But also, as Zimmerman said before, uh, in uh, t- 2020, that was a solid Democratic district. Tom Swazi was in trend. Uh, the, you know, the numbers all, all favored Democrats. And there were no Republicans from Nassau County or Suffolk County who were really looking for the nomination. Santos said he could run. He said that he had money to put into it. Uh, and uh, Queens had endorsed him. And there was very little attention put on that race. Also, apparently, Tom Swasey didn't put much attention because you would have thought that he would have researched uh, against his opponent. But I guess he was so confident of winning, he just focused on his own record, not on on Santos's. Come to 2022, that district even became more Democratic. And that went from Suffolk to Nassau to Queens to, uh, uh, to Westchester to the Bronx. And it was a solid Democratic district. Santos was the only one who said he wanted to run. And uh, then the last minute, the lines were changed, and he was in as the candidate. Now, I do know, and I'm not saying this after the fact, that there were people at Republican headquarters saying, you know, something about this guy doesn't add up. He doesn't really say where all his money came from. But in all the confusion of a campaign where we we were fighting so hard for Lee Zeldin, and even though we're down by, I think it's 100,000 votes and 70,000 votes uh, in Nassau County, Delvin ended up carrying the county by 45,000. The Esposito, the 75,000 more Democrats in his district, and yet he won by 11,000. So all our focus was on those those races. And, uh, yeah, okay, you know, there may have been, they thought, maybe some discrepancies in Santos. Nobody thought the whole thing was going to be a lie. I even heard that he had changed his name over the years. He, his uh, mother's name once, and his father's name other times. And 
it, it just everything didn't add up. But I, I think they felt, listen, you know, it's not perfect, but you know. Oh, no, so, but I, I think yeah. I think what yeah. he did it's, in yeah. creating this narrative, he insulated himself by claiming to be. And we don't know if any of this is true. Uh, we know he's not Hispanic now because when you're Portuguese, you're from Brazil, you're not Hispanic. Right. Uh, we question whether he's gay because he was uh, married. But, but everybody from Brazil is from a, a European city. Almost. There's no, there's no real Brazilians. Right, right almost. Uh, but, they, uh, where's he from? Into Europe. Exactly. And then thirdly... He said he was Jewish, Jewish lineage. So now he's insulated. He is not only, he claims, gay, uh, Hispanic, and Jewish, but who amongst the Republicans are even going to criticize him? Because, boy, isn't that like the Trinity, the Troika, the trifecta? That is a dream candidate for a Republican. Yeah, Curtis, and, uh, actually, you're a more, uh, more on target than you even know. When he lost the last election, and on election night, he was winning. But the Democrats had focused on absentee ballots. There was nothing corrupt about this. He ended up losing by 10 points in 2020. But afterwards, he was telling people that the reason he lost is because Republicans uh, undercut him because he was gay, which was total BS. But he had already built up that defense thing going into 2022. If you say anything against him, it means that you're anti-gay. So he had already used that as an excuse for losing in 2020. And again, it's, uh, this was just there was so much going on. And you figured, okay, there's a discrepancy here, there's a discrepancy there. No one knew that the whole thing was discrepancy. Also, as you said, uh, Curtis, and this could be both a legal uh, question and an ethical question, is you said that you had this uh, uh, 501c3 set up to protect dogs and other animals. Turns out there was no 501c3. So, again, you know, if, you, if you get the animal lovers against you, plus you get the IRS against you for claiming something is a charitable organization and it's not, that's a real legal issue besides now, being a moral issue. Now, we can go down the whole line of issues, you know, being evicted from apartments, not paying his rents, uh, his landlady in the, uh, the Whitestone house. Right, that uh, the, now, uh, exp- explain this to me, Congressman Peter King, because you yeah. know a lot of cops, a lot of men and women who right. had to go through the vetting to become police officers in their towns, their municipality, municipalities, their counties. They fill out uh, a background questionnaire. If any of this was wrong, they would be washed out. They were sorry, uh, we can't accept you into the academy. A cop can't be a cop when they violate this kind of uh, standard. But you can get elected right. in the Congress or the Senate or, as we see, your President Joe Biden, a guy who was uh, just lied after lie after lie. Yeah, Joe Biden said he was an honest student. He's a law review. It turned out he was at the bottom of his class. You have all of that going on. You're right, though. To become a cop, and I've known cops who have been in this situation where they do go through everything. In the last minute, there's one question about something that may have happened 11 years before or five years before or four years before. Well, what happened to that guy? Up until well, was it Greco in Staten Island? What happened to him? I was hanging out with Roger Stone, and they bounced him simply for that. And, and meantime, Is that fair? No, remember. But I think what, you know, the point Curtis is making is how strict they are when it comes to you know jobs like the uh, NYPD, the FBI, fire department, anyone that teaches. I mean, if you have anything in your background at all, and the government application is found not even to be wrong, but just to be questionable. Well, I'm uh, Curtis. Uh, uh, we're going to continue this discussion at five o'clock this afternoon, uh, Congressman King. I should be back in my house by 5 o'clock. We can do it by phone, but I will definitely be right. in the studio tomorrow. Sounds good. We'll have you in the studio tomorrow, and we'll continue this conversation. Sounds and uh, have a great flight, and uh, I hope you don't get jerked around at the airport.
I hope John Doyle show. Hey, great talking to you guys. Thank you, John. Thank you so much. If you've had an accident, trust Gabo Law, personal injury and medical malpractice attorneys with decades of experience who will provide the attention you deserve and deliver the best possible results in the shortest amount of time. Gabo Law has recovered millions for their clients and will be able to help you. But don't take our word for it. Read all of their five-star reviews from former clients on Google, Avvo, and Facebook. Call Gabo Law today at 800-560-0214 for a free consultation or email at Info at GoboLaw.com. Gobble Law, where winning is no accident.